I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. Take All right. Care, be good. <laughs> Presented by Coors Light. Jason Wilde is joining us now. Matt Hamilton, fresh off a national championship in New Jersey. And uh, Jason, are you getting your passport ready? The Packers could be heading off to uh, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil in 2024 to take on the Eagles. Is this what I'm seeing right from uh, Mr. Adam Schefter? Uh, They are among the Eagles' scheduled uh, home opponents. Right, and the Eagles are the home team. uh, The news just came out. Does that make it possible at the Packers, or is it already not a a moot point? Okay. Uh, No, I mean, it makes it possible now. Does the NFL already know who their opponent is going to be? And we just don't know who it is yet. Uh, I I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if... uh, Matt LaFleur was really not very positive about the uh, London trip in 2022, and I thought his team kind of uh, played like their coach didn't want to go there. And then remember, they passed on the bye week, which was also wild. Uh, So they came home, and then they got their butts kicked by the Jets at home. So I'll be curious to see. Obviously, the Packers are a huge draw, but... I also think they're a huge draw for road games, and teams are generally reluctant to give up the Packers as a home matchup for them because it obviously does very well in terms of how Packers fans travel and everything else. So I don't know if they will be the pick, but obviously the Eagles have nine home games, and the Packers are one of those nine potential opponents. So uh, I guess we'll find out not so soon enough if they're going to be headed to Brazil. Awesome. Jason, how are you? I've, I've missed you. I am great. And by the way, I would like you at some point in your very busy schedule <laughs> to explain to my uh, much more famous, much more beloved sidekick on Wilde and Tausch, and I'm not talking about Jesse, um, <laughs> why you compete in these other curling tournaments. Because <laughs> he did seem to take kind of a, a, an attitude of if it's not the Olympics, who cares? And I tried to explain to him that you know, in track and field Did you tell uh, him if it's not the Super Bowl, who cares? Race. Why are you playing the regular season, Tyler? I did not. I didn't. I didn't. I just would like you. I don't want to. I'm not here to throw him under the bus. But like, obviously I have I have some gymnasts in my family who watch the Nationals every year. Right. It's just not every four years. And so I tried to say that to him, but I, I don't know if I correctly provided him with the context of why these other curling competitions are meaningful and important. So next time you see him, I mean, I don't know if you got to see him today in the office or whatever, but let him know why those are also valuable. Yeah, I I mean, I felt like I've explained it to him a couple times, so (laughs) it might be just, uh, like, it might just be something that's past Tao. She's not going to get it, so I don't know if I just need to keep trying to let him get it. It's more fun to hear from you his takes on the situation, to be honest. Um, But, Jason, I've got something. I got a really neat sweatshirt in on my travels here in New York. I have a, a sweatshirt that's got a pizza pocket. Right, and it's got a little pouch and a pocket where you can put a slice of pizza in it. And 
our question to everybody is, if there was a type of food, or maybe your favorite type of food, that you could keep in a sweatshirt pocket, what would it be? And I'm kind of curious what yours would be, if anything. Oh, now is it like insulated? Yes, it it's an like, insulated okay. pouch with like a, a like a metal foil like insulation liner, and then it goes into the same triangle pizza shaped zipper pocket that's like Ooh. right on the chest of the hoodie. Damn hot, <laughs> and it is warm. That that, that sounds delightful. Uh, I I would probably like one that would also keep things cold, Ooh. and so I would want an ice cream pocket. No, nice. That's a good one. That is good. That's thinking like outside the box. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, so wait, have you tried it out? Like, did you put pizza I, in it? I haven't been able to listen. So yes. Have you tested it? So we, me, Jim, and Alex, none of us had lunch today. So Alex was like, I'll order a pizza, and you can have one slice now, Matt, because obviously you're hungry, but I'd like you to put a slice in the pocket and then eat it at the end of the show. And and to, to chime back in and let me know. So I got I got this pizza probably between segment one and segment two. Uh, so yeah, it's about an hour and a half old right now in my sweatshirt pocket. Well, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, so, so if I don't I, uh, show up tomorrow, to see, you'll know why. I I got to see Craig Carmazin, uh yesterday. I I stopped in at the Third Avenue Third uh, Street Market Hall at the Avenue, and we got. Uh, slice of pizza together at their little at the pizza place inside there, but it was one of those like New York style like wide long pieces that you fold it as you're eating it. Right. So how big is this pocket? Uh, if this... it's a New York, if you were in New York, New Jersey, like is it like a huge triangle <laughs> that's meant for New York style pizza? <laughs> he would be I, you dragging. had no idea I was going to ask this many questions. Right. I, honestly, so kind sorry. kind of yes. The I would, I would it's say a it's pretty, like a, a quick trip size pizza. Yeah, it, it should be bigger. It should be bigger, but uh, we did test it out. My friend Chris, who had this sweatshirt before well, me, Chris Ply. I mean, Chris Ply. Like, he had this sweatshirt before me. He was friends with the guy who made it. Uh, we went to a jazz show while we were out in New York, and he got a slice oh. at a famous pizza spot. Um, and we he, we walked into the show, and halfway through the show, he opened up. He had to nibble it down a little bit to make it fit, but halfway through the show, yeah, he sure. pulled his slice out and started eating it. It was oh. hilarious. I I am I am so fascinated by this. It's pathetic <laughs> how fascinated I, I I still have more questions, but I know you have other things you want to get to. Well, and, and this Jim one might, is I'm good. This is loosely back related. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on this, so. The, uh, I think it's Mark Stein reported that the Bucks uh, have discussions with the Mavericks about trading fan favorite Bobby Portis for uh, probably not fan favorite Grant Williams, uh, who was last of the Celtics, now currently with the Mavs. Not a kind of a heel, if you will, uh, in the NBA, especially I think for Bucks fans. When you covered uh, the pa- during your time covering the Packers, has there been a time uh, that a, a heel has come to the Packers and you've had to either, you know, obviously let fans know that maybe he's not as bad as he wants, or fans just love the heel when he's on your team? So uh, obviously, one of the players who had a really like bad reputation when he arrived was during my first season and they picked up Andre Risen. Oh yeah. Uh, after he'd been released. And so he, and, and look, I was, I was a gullible 24 year old kid back then. And you know, bad moon Risen was telling everybody how he was a changed man and how he'd found God and all this other stuff. And I, you know, me being young and <laughs> naive, uh, I think I wrote a story for the state journal talking exactly about what a changed man he was. Um, 
interestingly enough, the most recent example, I would say, would be one where it actually went the opposite direction. Because when they signed him, they thought this guy was going to, you know, solve kind of their history of uh, struggles with the tight end position after letting Jared Cook go a few years earlier. Mm -hmm. But Martellus Bennett, who had played for the Bears, there was like a excitement and oh he'd been with the Patriots and won a Super Bowl and turned to a heel after he got to Green Bay and he like quit on the team after Rodgers broke his collarbone. Remember that he had this yeah. kind of mysterious shoulder injury and then they cut him and then he immediately signed with the Patriots and it was a miracle. His shoulder was miraculously healed <laughs> after he claimed that Dr. McKenzie was trying to force him to play while injured. He was he was bad news. He's the other guy that I kind of fell for his shtick, hook, line, and sinker, and I'm embarrassed <laughs> to have fallen for that, too, because I was like, oh, this guy's fascinating. He writes children's books. Really, you know, renaissance guy, and he was just a douchebag. <laughs> well, now we know how you really feel about it there. Uh, yeah, he was bad news. I don't. There's not many people that I would say that privately or publicly about, but he was just a jerk. Wow. Uh, as I don't know if it's a fan. I'm assuming you're going to watch the Super Bowl. So I mean, there's some local angles. Leo Chanel is on the uh, Chiefs. Our mutual friend Kale Kirby yep. is on the, uh, with the training staff on the on the or not the training the yep. equipment staff on the Chiefs. MVS plays for the Chiefs. Um, and obviously, are there any 49ers Wisconsin ties? I don't know off the top of my head. But uh, former Packers linebacker Oren Burks. There you go on the, on the 49ers. So Jason, what angles or what are you just watching the game? How are you planning on taking in? Are you, are you just going to watch it as a fan, or are there some things? you're watching for that could apply to the Packers when you're watching the Super Bowl? So that that kicks at 5.30-ish, right? Yeah. Uh, that's If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, kind of the, uh, and again, I'm not complaining. This is the life that Paula and I have chosen. We're really lucky to have two daughters involved in stuff. Mm-hmm. But we have, uh, on Saturday, Maddie has ballet in Milwaukee while Sydney competes in a gymnastics meet in uh, Madison. But before she goes to the gymnastics meet in Madison, she has three basketball games in Appleton. And then Oof. on Sunday, Maddie competes in gymnastics in Madison, and Sydney has a volleyball tournament in Waukesha. So I don't know when we will be done with their Sunday activities. So I don't know how much of the Super Bowl I will watch as opposed to hearing it on the radio. I love the- I know this is old school, and I know we do, like, the video stream now, and there's so much that we do with at Good Karma Brands and ESPN Wisconsin with our different shows. I am I like, like, radio. Like, I, I've always liked it. I, I used to fall asleep listening uh, to Euchre call West Coast games in the summer that the Brewers were on road trips, and I would fall asleep with my little transistor radio next to my bed. <laughs> so I love radio. I've always loved radio, even though I started in – in newspapers, I always wanted to do radio, and I've been lucky enough now to do both for most of my career. And so I like I was trying to tune you guys in, and then I was like, well, hey, dummy, you can just put on the ESPN app uh, or Wisconsin On Demand app. So I'm, I'm a little bit set in my ways. But I enjoy, like we have, obviously, we have the Bucks rights, right, on yep. 620 WTMJ and on 100.5 ESPN Madison. And I, Justin Garcia is a good friend of mine, so I really enjoy on my drives with Maddie to and from ballet listening to sports on the radio. And Paula is sometimes along and she's like, I don't know how you do this. Like, what do you, 
how do you even know what's happening? And I'm like, well, you got to kind of picture it in your mind. And so my point is, is that I think I'm probably going to end up, li- because we'll be driving back at some point, I think I'm going to end up listening to the Super Bowl more than watching it. And that sucks, not because I don't enjoy sports on the radio, but because I won't be able to see the commercials. Like, they don't make a big deal about the radio commercials during the Super Bowl. Right. So I'm going to have to record the Super Bowl just to see the commercials. That is very true. So... Uh, before they go, actually, so I have a question based off your your love for radio, and I know I would imagine you're a reader and you read a lot of books. Did you ever read the book "Thank You, Jackie Robinson"? Because that the way you talked no. about your so you'd like this one. It's about uh, a kid out in the Los Angeles area who befriends an African American cook at his mom's hotel, but the kid listened to the radio uh, broadcast of all the Dodger games and like could recite anything that happened at any point in the game, and that's how him and the uh, cook became friends. They actually made a play about it, too. I actually saw it when I was a kid in the Milwaukee area. But thank you, Jackie Robinson. I would recommend it. Uh, your, your girls, are, it's, probably, it's easier for them to read, I'm sure, but they probably still would enjoy it. And you would, too. I read uh, it when I was a kid. I, will, I would love to read that. And then after that, I'm going to read uh, Hambone, the Matt Hamilton story. When is that <laughs> going to be published? Or, or, it, or are you shopping for a writer? Because uh-huh. I know a couple people, or at least one. <laughs> I mean... I, I feel like my career should be finished before I <clears throat> decide to write my book about it. So maybe, maybe in a couple oh, years. Okay. I think you know. it'd be a good. I think it'd be well, a good children's book. <laughs> I don't mean that in a mean way. I no, just no, think that I like your right. personality. I mean, it, it definitely fits my uh, <laughs> not vocabulary. So, not so you could read it. Not so that you could read Matt, it. That's re- reading level too. <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Jim. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Hey, hey, you know what? My Looking confidence is running at an all-time high. I needed to be taken down a peg. I appreciate you being here for me. Uh, I'm curious. Did you talk to Tausch about your plans this weekend? Because by his logic, none of those events that your daughters are going to are going to lead to the Olympics. So what are they doing it for? <laughs> that's, that's actually very fair. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I was hoping it's a... You know, the gymnastics meet in Madison, I know his, his daughter Eleanor is a gymnast too. I was hoping maybe she'd be at it. Oh. I'd get to see Tausch in his uh in his parenting environment, but I'm I'm not I'm not going to any ho- youth hockey games, so I don't know if I'll get to see him. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. You know, I just thought I'd throw a little shade Tausch's way before we shut her down. That was good, I, Matt. I, I don't want to misrepresent him, but that was he didn't I, I was I was not trying to get him sideways with you i was trying to get you to explain to him why yeah. his other he, competitions were valuable that's he's basically ricky bobby if you ain't first you last yeah. like, why do you even compete in these mad if you're not gonna win them like. it's 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 really it's funny because when we went golfing the first time when i met him right before i started doing radio he asked me about it. i was like oh yeah it's basically olympics for every four years i gotta train and continue to get better because if you don't like you there's no guarantee you get to the Olympics. And they finish fourth place. You finish fourth place, right? If you focus too much on radio and not as much as working your working the rocks and the broom. So, yeah, uh, I've tried to explain it to him. I think it's funnier now that he just doesn't get it. So I'm probably just going to let, let him be. Yeah, he doesn't want to, I don't He think. doesn't it's, want to get it, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. That's Jason Wilde. If you missed that, you listen back. Wisconsin on the man, Apple, Spotify, and those great places. Brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Need more of Judgmental Jim? Subscribe to the Rutledge and Hamilton podcast, presented by Revive Restoration, wherever you get your podcasts.